This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, Tallahassee. Monday morning, 1130 a.m., Wave 94, 94.1. You're listening to Escape to Heaven, Servant Marcia, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. How are you on this great Memorial Day? I mean, it feels like we're free, we're in bondage, we're we're loved, we're not, we're all just going through many, many uh, experiences. And for a moment, you know, my heart is kind of sad about what occurred uh, with the children and the teachers. And it just lets us know that day by day, moment by moment, we're getting closer and closer to what Jesus said. He did say that I will return. They said when? And he mentioned that as it were, in the days of Noah. So it seems that we are approaching that individually. What does that mean to us? I mean, um, who are you friends with? Who are you as a saint of God, as a remnant? Uh, who are you joined to? Um, which spirit are you obeying, loving, and being in covenant with? Your destiny and your ability to escape to the third heaven, which is where our Father and Jesus Christ, our Savior, uh, that's where they are. Well, in order for you to be with them, either in the spirit while we're here on earth or when you leave the earth, it's linked to your level of intimacy with the correct spirit. And I could be more precise. I could say, what God are you worshiping? Are you worshiping the gods of this world? And a lot of it is sex and wine and drugs and different perversions, um, yourself, money. What, what God are you connected with? And that's what we're going to look at today because it will determine whether or not you're ready to be raptured whether or not you're living in righteousness and holiness. And so I, I, I started out this morning and have been for a while, for days now, just kind of calling out to the Lord, crying out to Him and saying, Lord, save our children, you know, save our world, Lord. Even in the middle of destruction, I dare to believe that God still saves. Amen. And so therefore, I am saying, Lord, we don't have anyone to help us other than you. And uh, I looked in the word of God in Isaiah 59th chapter. It says, behold, 
The Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And that means the Holy One of Israel, the creator of heaven and earth, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear you. And why, why would God like turn away from us, you know? And then Isaiah 59, it says, well, when our hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquities, your lips with lies, your tongue muttering perverseness, uh, not calling for justice, uh, conceiving mischief, bringing forth iniquity, uh, running to evil, making haste to shed innocent blood, wasting and destruction are in our path. My question is, how do we move from such a destructive behavior to one that will touch the heart of the Lord and uh, he will reach out and save us? So I looked at Isaiah 56, chapter uh, verse number two. Well, it started out by saying, thus said the Lord, keep judgment and do justice for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. He said, blessed is the man. This is the word of God from uh, prophet Isaiah that doeth this and the son of man that layeth hold on to it, that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and keeping keepeth his hand from doing evil. For thus said the Lord unto the eunuchs that keep my Sabbaths and choose the things that please me and take hold of my covenant. So that's kind of going back to the question that I asked when we started. um, Who are you joined with intimately? Which spirit? Which God are you obeying, loving? And which one are you in covenant with? And so... The Lord said to the eunuchs that keep his covenant and his Sabbaths, he will give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than of sons and daughters and give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. And even if uh, you're not a eunuch, like you're a Gentile that became converted. And back then he's speaking to the Israelites, but it also pertains to us. And uh, the sons of the strangers that join themselves. So when you, as you're living your life, you have literally made a decision to join yourself with a God, with a spirit, be it the spirit of righteousness or the spirit of wickedness, be it the only creative God or creator God or other lower level fallen angels and deities and beings that have set themselves up to be worshipped as gods. And in our lifetime in society, it is uh, things like uh, knowledge, uh, education. We can make all these things where we put them first before we look at uh, maintaining a relationship with the creator God. So a God is uh, something that you worship or some entity that you worship. So if you've joined yourself to the creator God, to serve him, love the name of the Lord, be his servant, uh, God will bring you to his holy mountain. And that's what we were talking about. How do I escape to heaven? Uh, Well, you have to become intimate with the Lord thy God. 
the creator God, you know, the one that made the heavens and earth. You have to seek him. And so he will bring you to the holy mountain. He'll make you joyful. A lot of us are so sad to the point of uh, of suicide. I mean, I've never seen so many young people, even as I'm living today, that are trying to commit suicide as young as 12 years old, 11 years old, cutting themselves with knives and all the tattoos on your body, not realizing that a lot of the tattoos are uh, demonic and calling demons into your life while you're sleeping, while you're living. But God says, if you would join with him, he would bring you to his holy mountain, make you joyful in his house of prayer, and your sacrifices will be uh, accepted for his house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. And then um, that that's what God says he would do. Now, those that refuse to join yourself with the God of righteousness, right? Uh, literally, um, God calls them dogs. And that's in Isaiah 56 chapter. Uh, even those that are shepherds, people that give the word of God, but then their heart is not joined with God. Their spirit man is not joined with the, the father of spirits. The Lord called them shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, even their own gain. And they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. So as a matter of fact, they stay drunk, drunk with heavy wine and strong drink and they believe that every day is going to be more abundant than the other, but they have not, you know, submitted themselves unto the Lord. So how can they possibly bring you, if you have a pastor like that, how can he bring you into intimacy with the Lord? He cannot. And, and a lot of times, you know, God will take his righteous people away from the evilness and the wickedness of this world. Isaiah 57 says the righteous perish, right? And no man lay it to the heart, and the merciful men are taken away. But none are considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. So a lot of men and women of God are leaving the earth now, and uh, we're not realizing that God is making sure that they enter into peace, that they rest in their own beds, each one walking in uprightness. But the the ones that just persist in being evil. You just won't do any better. You're determined that you're going to live your lifestyle. You're going to live it your way. You're going to be sexual with anybody that you desire. Uh, I have seen so many same-sex relationships just trying to come to work. I mean, it's everywhere. Even uh, even even in our schools, they're uh, teaching our children to become, to believe that there's no difference in our gender. And, and anybody with a small amount of common sense know that there are. There is a difference between male and female. But here's what the words say, Isaiah 57. It says, you sons of the sorcerer, seed of the adulterer and the whore, you know, against whom you make your wide mouth and draw out your tongue, but you are children of transgression, seed of falsehood. I mean, you're the union that even brought you guys that produced you. You know, a lot of people are born today from not covenant relationships, meaning that they're born outside of marriage. And uh, 
generally speaking, that means that the male and female that got together and created this child really had not made a covenant to each other in the sense of forever I will be with you. So many of us <laughs> are born out of wedlock and therefore we're seed of falsehood. And the Bible said that back then the Israelites were inflaming themselves with idols under every green tree, slaying the children in the valleys under the cliffs of the rocks. So that meant that they were worshiping other gods that said, give us your children. So they would kill their children unto these gods. They would have sex with anybody, um, orgies and so forth and drink offerings. And so the Lord is saying, you've done all of this um, behind the doors, the posts, uh, that you set up for your remembrance, you've discovered yourself to another, and you've made a covenant, meaning that the Israelites joined themselves with false gods. And um, the Lord is identifying this to them through the prophet Isaiah. I want to stop for a moment and, and just talk to us, you and I. Have we done this? Have we forgotten that God, uh, you know, God is forever. He changes not. And that the things that we were taught when we were young, those things are still real. Even though we've left, we went to college, we got careers, we bought big houses, big, you know, fancy this, fancy that, raised our kids in a way different than how our parents raised us. And I'm trying to ask myself and you, have we strayed away from the Lord? Are we serving other gods and not the true God? And what happens when we do that? What is the consequences for walking away from a righteous God? Amen. And so the Lord says in Isaiah 57, verse number 15, like if we were to return back to him, right? Here's what he says. For thus says the high and lofty one that inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. So God's name is holy. He said, I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite one. For I will not contend, meaning God says he will not be angry forever, okay? Neither will he always be enraged. For the spirit should fail before me in the souls which I have made. For the iniquity of man's covetousness, God said I was angry. And I hid himself, he hid himself from mankind and allowed mankind to go on in the way of its own heart. And God say, I have seen his ways. Let's stop there. What that means is all of us have gone whatever way we have gone. We have done all kind of wickedness. We've, we've done it our way. You know, Sammy Davis used to say, I've done it my way. Well, we all did that. But at some point, there is uh, things that occur in life. And uh, all of a sudden, you're at a crossroad. And that crossroad is life or death, blessings or curses, uh, obedience unto the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, or disobedience 
um, the Lord says, if we were to turn back to him, that he sees our ways, he sees when our heart repents and God will heal us. He will lead us and restore comforts unto us and he will create the fruit of our mouth. It will be peace, peace to him that is far off, peace to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. Mothers, we need to, fathers, our children are, are dying. They're being killed in front of our eyes. In many ways, they're being destroyed with uh, what they see on TV and social media and interacting with their peers. They're being destroyed by the uh, just the general environment of today. Uh, weapons and anger and wrath and envy, it seems to be everywhere. What are we going to do? Well, parents, what we can do, we can pray. Uh, we can turn away from wickedness and turn to the Lord so that God can heal us. And thus, he will heal our children. Amen? He will heal our husbands, our wives. Our Lord is able, like if we cry aloud, you know, we, uh, we're we praying that the preachers would cry aloud and 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 uh, blow out the trumpet and preach the word of God and show us as people what our transgressions are. And then you and I will begin to seek the Lord daily. Isaiah chapter 58, verse number two says, Seek me daily and delight to know my ways. Now, the United States of America... Um, at some point, it felt like we were a nation that did righteousness. Okay. But now we're, we seem to be a nation that was righteous at one point, but have forsaken the ordinances of God. But what about when you don't forsake it? Okay. When you do not forsake it and when you come back to him and you ask the Lord to, um, you know, to extend his grace and his mercy and to allow truth to be in our hearts again. Uh, so then we take delight in approaching God, right? And uh, when we fast, because in order to move the heart of God, we gotta, we have to do certain things to move ourselves out of living so fleshly oriented, so carnal minded, and to become more spiritual minded so that uh, we can get into the realm of the spirit because uh, the word of God let us know that God is a spirit. Amen. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So when we fast, we have to fast a certain way. We don't fast for strife and debate or, you know, wickedness. None of that. We instead fast the way how God wants us to fast. You know, uh, he wants us to afflict our soul, meaning don't eat. Uh, pray, uh, think about the things that have separated us and seek God to bring us close to him. Uh, back in the old days, they spread sackcloth and ashes. That was a way of debasing yourself before the almighty God, letting God know that you know that from dust you have come and to dust you shall return. That's what fasting is about. I mean, Isaiah 58, the sixth uh, verse lets us know the fast that God chose would do what? 
Loose the bands of wickedness. Undo heavy burdens. Let the oppressed go free and break every yoke. And, uh, you know, our heart would be changed and we would give bread to the hungry and we would bring the poor that are cast out. And uh, if we see a naked person, we'll cover them. Um, see, if we were to fast as God wants us to fast and we were to give and be compassionate, you know, as Isaiah 58 is telling us, verse number eight says, then shall thy light break forth as the morning. And then the healing. I have a son right now that needs healing. Even though a lot of times you might go to the doctor. Matter of fact, he is a doctor. But you can go to the doctor and they can say, well, there's nothing wrong. But then everything could be wrong inside of your spirit and your soul. And you need your healing to come forth quickly because death is always right there lingering to take you away. But God is letting us know that if we were fast, as he says it, and we would give, as he says it, you know, to the uh, widow and the seniors and the homeless and so forth, then shall light break forth, your light break forth as the morning and your health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. So when you call, the Lord shall answer, okay? And you'll call and God will say, here I am. Amen. <laughs> That's what we need, saints of God. That's what we need today for our nation. That's what we need for our children that was a child. That was an 18-year-old that killed all those children and teachers. A child needing salvation, yet found none and created more destruction. But what 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 would have been the outcome? You know, what if someone had seen that and had begun to pray and the parents had turned to the Lord and, and they began to call out to God and God himself would say, here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the pointing forth of the finger and speaking vanity, and draw out thy soul to the hungry, satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the noonday, and the Lord shall guide you continually. Satisfy your soul and make fat your bones, and thou shalt be like a a water garden, like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Amen. And uh, you'll be able to raise up the foundations. You will become a salvation person. You'll become a savior to others. You'll raise up the foundations of many generations and you will be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths. So we must if we could just turn back towards the Sabbath, and, and when I'm saying the word Sabbath, I'm saying a day, a time where we're just resting in the Lord, thinking of the Lord, blessing the Lord, and actually increasing our intimacy with the Lord. And, 
you know, pl- giving pleasure to God. Amen. On his holy day. Um, here's what the Lord said he will do. He said, he said, honor me and, you know, stop doing your own way. Uh, stop finding your own pleasure. Stop speaking your own words. Then shall you delight yourself in the Lord. And then God will cause thee to ride among the high places of the earth. Many of us are qualified to affect nations, communities, cities. But with the wickedness in us, God himself cannot raise you up. So turn, make a conscious decision to turn away from your way and instead turn to the Lord. Amen. Over in Romans, um, the sixth chapter, and we know that our father himself uh, raised Jesus from the dead and he raised him so that you and I could have salvation. Amen. The word of God lets us know in John, the third chapter, he say, for God so loved the world, meaning that God loves you. God loves me. He loves everything, all mankind, all his image that he created. He loves us. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, Nicodemus was a great preacher, but he had not received revelation of who Jesus was. And Jesus said, Hey, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And then he went further. He said, except a man be born of water and the Holy spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Oh, everyone listening to me today in Radio Land, I want to encourage you to ask God to allow you to become a new creature. Begin to seek Father and say, Lord, I want to be new. I need to be born again. I need to be a new creature. Amen. Because God did not send Jesus to this world to condemn us, but he sent him here so that we might be saved. Amen. So if we turn away from evil, right, and we start going to the light, which is God himself, then our deeds will manifest those of God. Amen. Over in Romans, and we know that Jesus brought grace and truth when he came to the earth. But there's something that a lot of our saints of God that go to church, read the Bible, do works in the community, serve in ministry, think that it is okay for them to be sinful. I mean, they'll do good, say, 20 times. And, okay, they got this one thing like living with someone. You can't live with someone and not be married. Then uh, you are com- committing fornication. So that is not righteousness. So there are things that we're all doing that we have to set aside, not do your own thing, take pleasure in the Lord. Uh, the lie that the enemy has told us is that grace is going to cover it. Well, let's read the word of God. Romans chapter six, it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Verse number two says, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us 
as we're baptized into Jesus Christ, we're baptized into his death. So therefore we are buried with him by baptism and unto death. Then like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father, even so we also should walk, mean live daily in newness of life. Okay. So you want to, you want to be raptured? Well, you can't be raptured if when Jesus come to the planet, to the environment, and that Trump sound is really just saying Jesus. Well, you know, he has to be in you. And you can't have two spirits in you. It has to be the spirit of Jesus. So you, you are to be dead. I mean, free from sin. Okay. Verse number 12 says, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive. See, that's how you know you're alive because you're yielding your thoughts, your actions, your mind unto God. Okay. All right. As those that are alive from the dead, your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Okay, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. So shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace. Again, God forbid you are to yield yourselves, whoever you yield yourselves to, that's who you're a servant of. So if you yield yourself to sin, then you are a servant of death. If you yield yourself to obedience, then you are a servant of righteousness. Amen. So what we're learning today is whoever I ask the question, who are you joined to? Who are you intimate with? Which spirit, which God? That's where we are right now. Who are you living unto? Romans, the seventh chapter, verse number 18, it says, I know that in me and my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Okay, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, right? For the good that I wouldn't do not, for the good that I would, I don't do it. But the evil which I would not do, I do. So it shows that um, there is something warring inside of our members. Amen. We know that in our heart, our inner man, the spirit delights in the law of God. So we are wretched. Amen. We, we, there's another law, sin, that's in our flesh and it's warring against the law of our mind. It's bringing us into captivity of the law of sin. And that is death. So we want to be servants of, of, of righteousness. And that way we will bring forth fruit that is that of righteousness. And Romans, the sixth chapter, verse 22 says, but now being made free from sin and become servants to God, we have fruit unto holiness and the end is everlasting life with God, with Jesus, with Holy Spirit. Amen. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. You have been listening to Escape to Heaven and the word that I have for you today, you need to figure out who you have joined yourself to. And if you have decided that you are going to be intimate with the Lord God, the creator of heaven and earth, the Holy One of Israel, amen, 
the Ancient of Days, if that's who you've decided to become intimate with and be in covenant with, then yes, you can escape. You can escape to heaven while you're here. And when you pass on, you will go there and be with the Lord. But I just want to pray today for everyone in Radio Land that uh, our world is changing minute by minute. But uh, you should change as well and change to become more intimate with the Lord God, our Savior. Amen. Uh, You've listened to Escape to Heaven. May you be blessed. And I want you to know that God loves you a whole lot more than anyone on the earth can love you. So stay connected to the Father of Spirits. I love you. God bless you. Amen. Bye.